Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, Palm Beach Santa Claus. And to tell it to you, here is Broadway. Thanks. Well, it is of a pleasant afternoon of a May that I am in Palm Beach, which in turn is in Florida. I am standing with Fatso Zimf on a corner, and we are talking of this and that when the following happens. Mr. Zim? Oh, Mr. Zim? Hey, Fatso, that doll in the big car seems to know you. Huh? Why? She called you by name. Oh? Mr. Zim, you know I do not know her. She is a classy looker. She is getting out and coming over. Uh, maybe she's going to hit me for a touch. With a car like that? Shh. Mr. Zim, don't you remember me? I do not seem to place the face with any name I am able to recall. Uh, perhaps it is on the Riviera? Oh, no. Remember Mrs. Mims, the party. Santa Claus? Look closely at me, Santa Claus. Well, well, well. How you change. Thanks to you. I'm so grateful. And how is your husband? Fine. I'm very glad to see you and grateful. Here, please take this. Fifty bucks, And any time you're in Palm Beach, please look me up. I'll never forget what you did. Goodbye, and Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. Well, now I see everything. A classy doll steps out of a classy car, calls you Mr. Zimf, says she is glad to see you, hands you fifty bucks, calls you Santa Claus, and wishes you a Merry Christmas in the month of May. It is a peculiar state of affairs, is it not? You get no argument from me. I take it you would like to hear about it. I am always in the market for a good story. Uh, we will sit on this bench, and I will tell you the story of the time I play Santa Claus and louse things up in general for certain people and fix things up good for others. Now, the story Fatso Zimf relates is quite a one indeed, and I am very curious about it because I never see any doll glad to see Fatso. Not that he is a bad guy, but he is not the romantic type. Being maybe about 275 pounds, with a big round face with so many folds in it, one looks five or six times to catch sight of an eye or a mouth. Anyway, what the story is, I will tell you in a minute. And now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Palm Beach Santa Claus. Like I say, Fatso Zimp starts to tell me a story. It seems that the December before, he is stranded in Palm Beach. He gets there by bus, with no money left over for food or a place to stay. So he is standing on a street corner, thinking of getting a few dimes together one way or another without working for him, when the scene is as follows. You there. You, fat man. You speak to me, lady? Come here a moment. Why? If I do that, I will have to move. Are you out of work? If you mean do I take it easy... Yes. Come over here. I don't want to keep yelling. There is a remedy for that, lady. Close your mouth. Would you like to make a hundred dollars? Oh, that is the way you should open every discussion. It changes the complexion of things. Is that all the faster you can walk? For a C-note, yeah. 
now, uh, what is this you offer me? A job. How unpleasant can things be? Gregorio. Gregorio. My name, lady, is Zimpf. Elmore Zimpf. I'm not talking to you. Then who is Gregorio? Gregorio, wake up. <sighs> Are we home, darling? No, Gregorio, but look what I found. Yeah. Thanks for the elephant, but what'll I do with it? Oh, he is that, isn't he? <laughs> Looks like he broke loose from a mooring man. But just what I've been looking for. I've never seen such a fat man. May I go back to sleep now? Now that I've seen the sideshow? Look, in a short second, I'll reach over there and take great pleasure in grinding you into a small spot. Really? Come on, darling, let's go. No, I want this man. Not for a hundred bucks. I want you to play Santa Claus at my Christmas party tomorrow. Huh? You look as though you could use a hundred dollars. You're a little seedy. Okay. So I will go someplace and plant myself. Goodbye. You want a hundred dollars, don't you? Sounds good. Then it's all settled. Here's my card. The name is Mim. Mrs. Mannering Mim. The address is on the card. Show up tomorrow morning and report to Sparks. Who is he? My butler. He'll show you around and explain what you're to do. Goodbye. Miss Mim is what you might call a social figure here in Palm Beach. Uh, from what I see, the figure leaves something to be desired. I didn't mean it that way, Mr. Fatso. I meant she's a social arbiter, so to speak. So to speak, huh? Uh, so to speak, how? I beg your pardon. Uh, what is this uh, arbiter? Oh, well, Mrs. Mim is very powerful because of her immense wealth and position. When she gives a party, people come to it. I see. Uh, now, uh, who is this Gregorio I met yesterday? Uh, well, he claims to be the scion of an old European family. I think it's a phony. He calls himself Count Gregorio. Oh. Well, he almost gets a count of ten yesterday. Uh, he is Mrs. Mim's boyfriend, huh? Oh, dear, no. Johnny Ralph is Mrs. Mim's fiancé. Who is Johnny Ralph? Well, he was engaged to Miss Betty Lou Clayton, a very sweet girl, if I may say so. Uh, you may. Uh, but if uh, Gregorio is not Mrs. Mim's patootie and Johnny Ralph is, what is Gregorio doing with Mrs. Mim? He's a house guest here for eight months. Now. Oh, I see. You know, it seems I see his face before someplace. Oh, he claims to have been all over the world. Oh, if he is a count, why does he not speak with an accent? He slings the old king stuff around as good like I do. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Uh, of course. Well, Sparks, the old guy, I think I will case the joint. I beg your pardon. Uh, give this pile the eye. I don't quite understand, Mr. Fatso. I'm going to give Mrs. Mims layout the O.O. Oh? Oh, what? I'm going to look around, uh, so to speak. So, Fatso starts a tour. And from what he tells me, Grant's tomb would be only a mailbox for Mrs. Mims' joint. He is walking through a garden the size of Central Park when this happens. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, little miss. It is my fault. I I should be walking sideways to give more room on the path. No, I should have been looking, but I... I... Oh, my goodness. Uh, do I hurt you? Oh, no. I... I'm unhappy. Oh. Well, maybe if you sit down here on this bench. Thank you. 
You're very kind. Think nothing of it at all. Uh, you have got a hanky? No. Well, here, use mine. Thanks. Gee, it's big. I make them myself, uh, out of pillowcases. Uh, but tell me, uh, why are you crying, little miss? Oh, I don't want to bother you with my trouble. Oh, it is no bother. Who are you? What's your name? Well, I I guess you can call me Santa Claus. There isn't any Santa Claus. Right away we get in an argument. Oh, I'm sorry, Santa, but I I can't help it. I, I'd like to get up and run away from here just as fast as I could away from this terrible place. And, and her and, and him. I missed some of the details, I guess. She stole him from me. She saw her chance and stole him. Who? Who pinches what? This is men, that old... That old, old... Crow? Thank you. That old crow always wanted Johnny for herself, so when Johnny and I had the argument, she saw her chance. Oh. (gasps) Uh, This Johnny, is his last name Ralph? Oh, you know him? You know Johnny? Well, only from what I hear. And judging from that, this Johnny Ralph seems to me to be a soft-boiled egg. Oh, he's not. He's wonderful. Well, things change, I guess. He's so proud and so stubborn. So? We had a fight. I should have given in, but I'm proud, too. And and it was important. To break up what is known as a romance, it must be. He wanted to go swimming, and I wanted to go dancing. My, what an important thing. One word led to another until... Until finally we weren't speaking. No. No, he's going to marry Mrs. Mims. And I have to marry Gregorio. What? A nice little chick like you has got to marry that bleached oyster? It's my mother. She thinks the title in the family would be wonderful. Look, uh, uh, why do you not go up to this Johnny Ralph and say, Johnny... We will go dancing. He wanted to go swimming. Okay, okay. But from the way these dolls dress down here, you could have do uh, one or the other without changing the stitch. Uh, well, that is not here any place. Uh, why do you not speak to him? And give up my pride? I should say not. For all I care, he can marry Mrs. Mim, the old crow. Marry her and stay in this mausoleum for the rest of his life. I'll marry Gregorio and be... Happy. Uh, I, I see what you mean. Uh, well, little miss, if you will not speak to Johnny and he will not speak to you, uh, that is what we call a dead heat. Nobody gets a winner. Johnny and Mrs. Crow are going to be married next week, and I, I'll never see him again. She'll keep him locked up here. Oh, why was I ever born? I will ask your mother and father. Uh, nothing. Uh, but, uh, you have got a whole week. No, I haven't. My mother and father are taking me away after the party tonight. I see. Well, as they say in books, there is many a slip between here and there. Who knows? Maybe something will slip in your direction. So, that is the story so far. Fatso has naturally got a soft heart. And to see Betty Lou in such a state affects him deeply. Of course, that he does not like Gregorio has something to do with his feelings. But it looks real hopeless because he is just an outsider and cannot swing the election one way or the other. However, he puts his brain to work on it. And what he does is something indeed. 
And what it is, I will tell you in a minute. And now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Palm Beach Santa Claus. Like he tells me, Fat Soul learns that Betty Lou loves Johnny Ralph. But Johnny is snagged by Mrs. Mim, and Betty Lou's mother wishes her to marry Gregorio. It is a fine state of affairs. But Fatso wishes to fix it up. So the morning goes by, and it comes up afternoon. And Fatso is weary indeed from using his brain so much and coming out to nothing at all. Then Mrs. Mim catches him, and the scene is as follows. Oh, there you are. I've been looking for you. I am not hard to locate once I am in the light. You know what you're supposed to do this evening? Uh, I put on a red suit, paste some phony seaweed on my chin and make like Santa Claus. For this, I collect a C-note. There's something very important you must know. The presents will be on this table. My guests bring their gifts for their friends, their wives, and so forth. They'll be put here. All you'll have to do is... Uh, by the way, can you read? Try me on a racing form. The cards will be plainly marked. All you have to do is call off the names, and the recipients will... The who? The recipients. A minute ago, you say guests. Will you please listen? Okay. Uh, what happens? The, reci- the guests will come up when their names are called. You hand each one his or her gift. Is that clear? Like tomorrow's weather at Hialeah. Good. Now, oh, you... Oh, there you are, darling. Gregorio, hello, dearest. Hello. Hello, Santa. You know what I would like to give you for Christmas, Gregorio? Five fingers all in a bunch. Oh, I stop won't... it. Excuse me a moment. I've got to see to something else. Certainly, sweetheart. Well? What are you staring at? Your face. I've seen it someplace before. Only then it has got no mustache. Why? You're crazy. You know, Gregorio, there is nothing I would like better than to gum things up for you. <laughs> Not a chance, fat man. So you think you are going to marry Miss Betty Lou Clayton? Who told you that? Oh, I get around. (laughs) You know, you will have a soft spot if you marry her. From what I hear, her papa's leafy with lettuce, uh, dough. So what of it? I tell you right now, Greggy, if there is anything I can do to put you on the outside rail and running slow, I will do so. And let me tell you something, blimp. You try one funny act, and I'll have you tossed in the clink so fast you'll be there ten days before you realize it. So? So, Mrs. Mim packs some weight down here, and she likes me. There is no accounting for taste, so to speak. So the afternoon wears on, and what is it but evening when Fatso is in the house with Sparks? So far, Fatso thinks of nothing to help Betty Lou and at the same time foul things up for Gregorio. But he is working on it and is so busy that Spark says to him, Why are you listening to me, Mr. Fatso? Uh, huh? Oh, uh, you say something, Spark? Yes, I remark. You look quite jolly in your costume. I really must say, you look like St. Nicholas himself. You are in the wrong arena. I am Santa Claus. Quite so. Now, the gifts are all on the table here. And as soon as the guests finish dinner, they'll go out on a patio. You'll then make your appearance and distribute your presents. 
Is that quite clear, Mr. Fatso? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, all I do is read the cards, huh? Yeah, do you wish to practice? Oh, yeah. You better line me up in somebody's name. All right, here. Here, try this one. Uh, to Mrs. Ashburn No, no, from... no, that's Ashburn. The writing is bad. Oh, well, go on. Uh, well, well. To my darling Johnny from his bride-to-be, Catherine. That's Mrs. Mim, huh? Yes, Mrs. Mim. Uh, what is in the box? Cufflinks. Solid gold with ruby setting. Uh-huh. Oh, and here is one from Johnny to Catherine. An engagement ring. Uh, Mrs. Mim helped him pick it out. She's going to help around the house, I guess. Okay, I got everything straight. Well, then, I shall attend to some other duties. Make yourself at home, meanwhile. Yeah, sure, sure. Hmm. Oh, oh, hello. I didn't know anybody was here. Uh, nobody but us Santa Clauses. Ha, uh ha. -huh. So I am not funny, but neither am I a heist. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I'm feeling rotten. Oh, you are sick? Yeah, I guess you can call it that. <laughs> Lots of presents, huh? Plenty. To Betty Lou from her adoring Gregorio. Adoring. Or that phony nickel, I... I take it you do not like Gregorio. Would you like the guy who's going to marry the girl you love? It seems to me your name might be Johnny Ralph. You seem right. How'd you know? I peeked down chimneys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great party this is going to be. Uh, do not ask me how I know. But I do know there is trouble between you and Betty Lou. Uh, why do you not walk up to her and say, Betty Lou, we will go swimming? She wanted to go dancing. Okay, dancing, swimming. Uh, why do you not make up with her? I should say not. The first fight we have, she takes up with that... that... Well, you take up with Mrs. Mim. Oh, that's different. I did it for spite, but Betty Lou. Oh, there's a title. <laughs> Countess Betty Lou. Sounds like something a bakery would name a pastry. But you are dead set against making the first pitch. Doing what? Putting on the soap, buttering up, smooching the old situation. If you mean apologize and make up, I will not. She comes to me first or nothing doing. Okay, okay, so I try. What more can Santa Claus do? So that is a dead end for Fatso and Love's Young Dream. It looks like things are not going to happen so good for anybody. Then, it is just after the guests finish dinner. They are on the patio, and Sparks has given Fatso some last-minute instructions. Now, remember, Mr. Fatso, call the names and let the guests come out to the table. You understand? Uh, so to speak, uh, yes. Yeah, good. Now, there's... Oh, uh... uh, they're here again. Who? Oh. Mr. and Mrs. Brokaw. So? They crashed the joint? Uh, they depress me. Uh, where are they? And uh, why do they do uh, what you said to you? Over there, under the tree by the pool. They look like they are at a funeral. They always look that way. Uh, you say Mr. and Mrs.? Yes. He is a lot older than she is. And insanely jealous. If anyone so much as looks at her, he goes into a rage. They say he carries a gun in case. Is that so? Uh-huh. Mm, well, well, well. They never give each other anything, you know. Mr. Brokaw doesn't believe in Christmas. Not even in Santa Claus? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> not even in you. <laughs> well, well. Well, now I... All right, everyone. Get ready for the entrance of dear old Santa Claus. Oh, that's you, Mr. Petzer. Come on, everyone. Let's sing while the jolly old saint comes in. Everyone. For he's a jolly good fellow. He's a jolly good fellow. Jolly old Santa Claus. I come from the North Pole. 
drinks on the house. Shut up, you old fool. Yes, sirree, if you are all good little boys and girls, I will tell you what is good in the fifth tomorrow. <laughs> For goodness sakes, be quiet and just give out the presents. And what do we have here if not presents? Well, well, well. Odds are six to five. These are presents. Anyone wish to fade, dear old Santa Claus? The presents give them out and shut up. Now, here is a present, and it says on it, for Betty Lou. Betty Lou! Here I am, Santa. Here you are, little miss. Open it up. Thank you very much. Yes, sirree. Santa's on the rail tonight. Oh, oh, a ring. Oh, no. An engagement <laughs> ring from... Johnny! Here is one for Johnny Ralph. For me? Well, it says from Betty Lou. Betty Lou, the, the cufflinks I wanted. Why, cufflinks for me? It's been a horrible mistake. Oh, Betty, Johnny. Oh, Johnny, I love you so. And, and this ring. What are they doing? Why, why, they are dancing. But they're not moving. It is hard without music, but they are doing it. You get away from there, you old fool. Get away. Sparks, get this man out of here. Gregorio, somebody. This is all a horrible mistake. Oh, speaking of Gregorio, here is one from Gregorio to uh, uh, Mrs. Brokaw. From her adoring Gregorio, it says here. What? What did you say? Oh, uh, you are Gregorio? Hi, Mr. Brokaw. Let me see that package. Adoring Gregorio. I'll adore him. Where is he? I'll kill him. He's got I'll a gun. Where is Please, Mr. Brokaw, there's a terrible oh, error. There he is. I'll murder him. <laughs> Please, everyone, it's all right. This is a new game. Please, sit down. My, my, look how fast Gregorio runs. You, you, I'll kill you. Eh, now, Mrs. Mim, I only do what Santa Claus would do. A knife. Somebody hands me a knife. Good night, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Stop, I want to kill you. Well, you owe me a hundred bucks for this night's work. Stop it, I'll give it to you. On second thought, I will pass it up. Oh, now, Mrs. Mim. I do not you now. Well, I'm, I'm stuck I'm... in the doorway. I'll... You bungling, stupid. Oh, oh, what you've done to me. Oh, Disgraced me. This will be in all the papers. You, you. Oh, you are not supposed to kick Santa Claus. Take that. And that. And that. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Make up to my head. Oh, broke off, please. It's all a mistake. Mrs. Mim, you better catch him before he commits a murder in your house, and then you will be in the papers. Mr. Brokaw, please let me explain. Let me oh, explain. Hold it, Santa. We'll get you out of there. Oh, Johnny Ralph, I am glad to see you. Did she hurt you, Santa? Oh, do not let anybody tell you that open toes on shoes do not hurt as bad as the solid ones. Oh, Santa, you're wonderful. Oh, you're just great. Absolutely great. Everything is all right now, huh? We're speaking again. Oh, you made us see how silly we were. Uh, that is good. Besides, I know that Gregorio is nothing but a phony. I remember now that he is a steward on a night boat. Well, is there anything we can do for you, Santa? Yeah, unless I wish to remain here permanent, which I do not. You can get me out of this doorway before Mrs. Mim comes back and starts all over again. My, my, there is good hunting tonight. So, that is the story Fatso tells me. But only up to a certain point. What the payoff is, I will tell you... In a minute. Well, like I say, Fatso tells me the story of when he plays Santa Claus. I think about it for a minute, and he says, 
So that is why the doll calls me Santa Claus, Broadway. That is also why she slips me 50 bucks. I see. But tell me, Fatso, do you read the names wrong on the presents? Oh, no. I just do a little changing while I'm giving them out. It's very smart of me, is it not? Well, what happens with Mrs. Mim? Oh, she goes into hiding for a long time. It seems the papers get hold of the story and have a good time with it. Also, Gregorio takes a quick trip away. Then Mr. Brokaw does not shoot him. Uh, the last I see of Gregorio, there is no bullet that can catch up with him, much less Mr. Brokaw. Uh-huh. Now I understand why the doll says she is grateful. She marries Johnny Ralph and is happy. Oh, no. The doll does not marry Johnny Ralph. Huh? But you fix it up for her. I do, sure. Betty Lou marries Johnny and vice versa. That is what I just say. No, you do not. You say the doll that gives me the 50 a little while ago marries Johnny Ralph. Well, is that not Betty Lou? Oh, my goodness, no. The doll who just leaves is Mrs. Brokaw. Mrs. Bro... Now, wait a minute, Fatso. It seems to me that something is wrong here. You make her husband very jealous by pretending that she gets a present from her adoring Gregorio. That breaks up a marriage. And she is not grateful for that, is she? Look, Broadway, I will start again. One day, I am standing on a corner... No, no, no. When... Just explain why Mrs. Brokaw is grateful. I do. Then do it again, because I am someplace else when you do. Okay. Ever since Mrs. Brokaw gets what she thinks is a present from Gregorio, she decides she is a natural-born charmer. Well, Gregorio never's around again to tell her he does not send her a present. So, there you are. Where? Why, Mrs. Brokaw blossoms forth into a life of gaiety. And they tell me her husband cannot do a thing about it. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, Fatso. Merry Christmas, Broadway, uh, so to speak. And so ends the famous Damon Runyon story, Palm Beach Santa Claus. Listen in again next week for... Damon Runyon Theater. The Damon Runyon Theater with John Brown as Broadway is directed by Richard Sandville and the story is adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. Vern Carstensen is in charge of production. This is a Mayfair production.